Zig Ziglar, ladies and gentlemen, is making an impact. A you great know man. where you are before you get really determine your chances of getting what you really want. I'm stronger than I was a quarter of a century ago. I can do things that I could not have dreamed The philosophy of behind this book is now being taught to the young people in the schools throughout America. My friend and yours, Mr. Zig Ziglar. This is the Ziggler Edge with Michael Ray Newman. That's right, this is the Ziggler Edge, and I am Michael Ray Newman along with Kevin E. How's it going, man? The monster millennial, bro. I'm doing great. I'm pretty pumped to be out here in sunny Florida. <laughs> I bet you are. Feels good. It does feel good, man. It's good to see you come on in last well, night. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. It is sunny, bro. It is great. We are in Orlando, Florida. Having a good time here. We are at where are we? We're at the Podfest, right? Podfest Multimedia Expo. Bam. For Podfest 2017. We're coming to you live, actually pre-recorded, but live right at this moment. Same difference, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to everybody else, it looks like we're live. Yeah, it is. I mean, there's a lot of people around here, too, man. We're going to have to tweet out and shout out a few pics and uh, maybe some video. And I might even stream live on uh, on our mentoring p- private page and uh, maybe even go public with it. It's pretty cool. It's always not as comfortable at these remotes because we got to kind of lean forward into these mics we bring with us, you know? Not yeah. as cozy as being back at the studio, but the uh, the ambiance here is very nice. The vibe, the mood is great. You're right, man. It is cool. And it is, I am leaning over a little bit, but I'm going to get my backpack or something and prop myself up here second segment. But uh, the vibe is great here, guys. And this is, you know what this really is like? This is like a uh, uh, podcasting looks like, and you let me know, man, you're champion of this podcast. I'm, <laughs> I'm just the guy who bump, bounces no, my, I don't know about that. I just bump my gums. You're awesome at it, bro. And, you, and I mean, I, you can kind of set yourself apart here or you can measure yourself. Don't you agree? It's like a benchmarking. You look at other people and Absolutely. I mean, it is kind of nice to take a look back, and it, it feels good almost just to think about how long I've been doing this. God. That my first podcast I started in my apartment over four years ago. That's crazy. I didn't even know that. Been, four years. Been in this game a long time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's really cool? There's people from all over the world here. Some people have a lot of skin in the game, and some people have some traction, a lot of followers. Some people don't. Some people are just trying to figure it out. It really reminds me of small business in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, it, it has to make you feel good just overall about podcasting, just how many people are into this. Wow. It's just you can really see the growth happening around us yeah that's what's really cool and you see the excitement and the people that are into it it's like any small business and I want to kind of jump in today and I want to talk about we're going to talk about are you a wandering generality or are you a meaningful specific in your business how well how I do when I run all my businesses from the little bitty startup dry cleaners to the podcast to the the big labor companies that have 2,500 employees the things I've been involved in technology even I would like to just kind of get your traction on this and your opinion of what your traction is because this truly is like these podcasts are like many small businesses because they have like you said some of them have 100 shows they got a lot of content I'm not sure how to do with it and how to monetize it right there's all this content out there there's so many different things they don't necessarily know that they can be doing with it how to make it sound better how to have you know good audio imaging and stuff just to create a look and feel for the show that doesn't sound like everybody else and they have all this stuff but just you know looking for someone to point them in the right direction dude you need to be talking on this program not me (laughs) I mean I'm speaking here at the podcast Podfest 2017 tomorrow morning so if you guys are in Orlando I guess we'll pump this out today and Come on over, sis. It's very exciting because I've just been researching this subject and working on it for so many years. And then I come here that every single one of these companies has a presence here that I've heard about, you know, from Blueberry oh, yeah. to uh, Blog Talk Radio and Podbean, all those. Every, everybody's here representing their brand. 
That's killer. And you said that you feel pretty good because you kind of feel like you have uh, some track tractions. Probably may or may not be the right word, but uh, knowledge in all those spaces. I do. I want to say uh, you've done a great job for us. Ziegler Edge. I want to say I have somewhat of an edge just because I've been doing it so long and because I I can use some of the resources and the skills that I garnered working in terrestrial radio before I made the switch over to digital. And I'm wondering. I need to be asking around, meeting more people because I'm really curious to know if there are others who have a background in terrestrial radio decided that it's going the direction you know the way the dinosaur and wanted to jump ship onto the digital age you know what i've heard some people talking about that within an earshot and i think we need to look at just to help you out there's a q a later i think that's a really good question i think that would be able to help and speaking of great questions i mean when you when you're starting your business what kind of culture are you are you trying to create we have a definite brand that I'm trying to create with Zig Ziglar International. Yes. We're trying to take Mr. Ziglar, his message that's time-tested and proven, and we're finding more relevant with the millennials and the younger people these days than ever. But how do I take Mr. Ziglar, who's not here anymore, and turn him to the brand? And I've been very deliberate about how I design that, just like I design my life, like I design my other companies. And that's exactly where we are today with this podcast, or in these pod, this podcast, with all these podcasts. These people are trying to be intentional. And what they're doing is reaching out to other people on their marker, marketing, social media marketing, what kind of uh, presence they need to have in different spaces to be relevant and to stay relevant in your brand. And how staying relevant is really tough in a small business because when you sweep the floor and sign the checks, you're doing everything. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and then at the end, you start making money, and then you have to grow your business. So how do you stay relevant? You can't stay relevant when you're having to run the day-to-day operations. And that's a big mistake a lot of young entrepreneurs make. And I see some of these podcasts, like you said, they have a lot of po- content. They want to push it out, but they don't know how to monetize it or how to grow. And I think from the very beginning, as far as this show, you had a clear idea of kind of what you wanted it to be. And they've done, you know, we've done a great, well, especially you've done a great job of taking that wit, wisdom, motivation that's, you know, totally uh, it withstood the test of time, but applying it to a new generation. Yeah, and the monster millennial yourself is a good testament to that. I learn something every single You're, time I, on hey, your I show. See, every, you know what makes me feel good? Every once in a while when I see you push that back at me in a text or something, some of the Mr. Ziegler's verbiage and knowledge. And oh, I love that. You finish my sentence, and I'm like, all right, I, he's learning. It Definitely, absolutely. Him. It might be just you, but you're listening. You know, we're, at, we're actually learning a lot is when we play the clips on the show. Yeah, yeah, I love doing that. I, I get a lot of information from those. I think they're really useful. And that's the uh, that's the intent of, of, this, of this podcast. I want to come in and I want to tell you what we're going to tell you and then I want to play a Mr. Ziggler clip and then I want to follow it up with and bring it relevant and tell you what we basically just told you. It's pretty simple. Yeah. Today I'm really going to talk to talk to you a lot about um, our philosophy on how we run business. We do a lot of personal coaching. We do a lot of business and I do a lot of executive level coaching and we also have a, um, a mentoring group on Facebook that, that I do exactly what I do that we charge thousands of dollars for a month and we're you have a small subscription fee and then we go live on Facebook. We share uh, little uh, tidbits of wisdom and, and uh, tips on how to run your business, how to run your personal life, and how to find balance in today's world when nobody has balance on a day-to-day uh, setting, especially small Very business owners. Especially, you know, we're all you're all dude, you're always grinding. You personally are building your brand and your business. Oh, I'm part of a startup, and I got to tell you, it's a slow process. There's yeah. a lot of ups and downs. That's something that they made sure to touch on in several of the talks that I've seen here at Podfest Movement is. With this podcast, it is growing. It's growing very fast. But as far as building your brand and monetizing and all of that, it is a very slow process. And you know what? Slow to you, being a young man like you are, and slow to me are two different, <laughs> two different times. I'll be honest with you. Because we are, we do live in a, a instantaneous society. Oh, yeah. 
The goldfish attention span, you've heard me talk about it, is nine seconds. The human attention span is eight seconds now. Yep. Because of all the distraction. Oh, people love the spoon-fed content right at their fingertips. What people can't stand is force-fed content. That's really good. That's a a great statement. I think I'm going to steal that. (laughs) Please do. It's yours. (laughs) All right. Well, um, when we come back, here's what I want to jump into. I want to jump in. How are you creating your business image, branding, content and how do you get a procedure in place where you can grow your business why do small businesses not grow their business right here on the edge the ziggler edge with michael ray newman is next This is The Ziggler Edge with Michael Ray Newman. What's up, Ziggler Edge Nation? This is Michael Ray Newman and Kevin E. Hey, what's going on? The Monster Millennials here. We're talking, uh, we're at the Podfest, Orlando, Florida, sunny Florida right now. It is sunny today. No it's rain. a shame we're inside right now, but we're going to get out there eventually. Yeah, you know what? We may do it a pop-up outside. Yeah, I should have set this up at the pool. I know it. Yeah, I didn't. We can go change and get out there, no problem. Yeah, we are here at PodFest, guys. We're a lot of, there's a PodFest 2017, a lot of podcasters here, and I was mentioning how they do kind of look like startups, small businesses. Absolutely. I kind of wanted to ask you, because I was thinking about it during the break, um, you know, we've talked about how I have been at this for a long time. I try to be the podcast expert, but I'm certainly no business expert, so I wanted to ask you if you, if you have something going on, a small business or a podcast, something that you're getting started that you don't know what to do with, you know, what's your next move? Well, that's a good question. I can tell you how not to do it, that's for sure. Well, that's helpful, too. <laughs> I spent my 20s proving my in-laws right. You know that. Yeah. The- <laughs> uh, here's what happens, especially in small business, when you sweep the floor and sign the checks like we were talking about. And what we want, you need a procedure for everything you do. We need to put those procedures down. But here's the problem. You want to make money or do you need to write procedures? Because we wear so many hats. And as we grow, we need to pass those hats along and bring people on. Right. And one of the biggest mistakes as we make as entrepreneurs is we take our money home too early. Because we've struggled for so long and we're trying to make money and when we put together our three-year business plan, one to three-year business plan, then we got a five-year business plan, all business, business. We don't prepare for our personal personal life. How do we be successful there? What do we, what's the financial plan for that? When are we going to buy that first home when the business does stay on point with the plan? So what happens is, is these young entrepreneurs, these guys that are working so hard, sweeping the floors, signing the checks, and then all of a sudden they get, start making their money, they take that income home to their family. They buy the bigger house. They buy the car, which is, translates into a $650 payment. Then they turn around and get the credit card and run up a little bit of debt because they're, they're, their spouse or significant other, they're, they're enjoying the fruits of their labor. And they're probably eventually starting to count chickens before the hatch. Yeah, and that's exactly what happens because when you need to take that hat off, like say that manager's hat, you need to take it off and pass it to a manager so you can drive and make the business uh, stay relevant. You have to stay relevant in business because you can't run day-to-day operations, like I said, and be able to grow your business. So it's really hard to go back home to mama and say, uh, we need to sell that car. We need to downsize right. a little bit. You've got a plan. Hold the money a little bit longer. Don't invest in yourself personally, but you've got a plan for that, and you prepare for that, and then you can win when you really get that point done. But you've, but the, the biggest mistake people make is they, when they start making a little bit of revenue, they get a little bit of traction, they take home and spend that money, and they don't set the, the procedures in place. When I, and when I talk about uh, you know, procedures, when we do start growing and we are able to hire other people, and if I've been sweeping the floor and I sweep it from the front door to the back door because the way the wind blows under the front door, and we call this the lose a, gen- lose a generation theory, 
if I teach you how to sweep the floor, I'm going to explain to you exactly how to sweep the floor. And you're going to get it. Right. You're going to sweep it from the front to the yeah. back. You're going to do it right. Yeah. But then when you train the next guy, he may or may not do it right. And then you tra- he trains the fourth guy. That guy's going to be sweeping no telling which direction. So every time we put these procedures in place, you have to ask why and what. And understand you have two customers. You have people you trade with, the people that come in and buy your, sell your goods, and then you have your employees. You have the people that work for you. They're your customers also. You have to make sure that you give them the right environment. You create the right kind of culture. The speed of the pack is determined by the speed of the leader, and that is you. And if you're wearing too many hats and can't pass these along because you can't afford to give up any of your income, two things. Your business is going to suffer and it's not going to grow. And you're going to suffer and not grow personally or, or professionally. So when you're building, so here, when you and I, t- I teach you how to sweep the floor, right? You're the first guy. You're not going to sh- literally break out a sheet of paper or put up your iP- my iPads, what I would have done. And what I do, what did I do now? I wrote it down back then. But and then we write a procedure. Here's how we sweep the floor. And then I ask two questions: Why and what? Why we do it this way? And you would tell me, well, because you told me we sweep the floor because the way the wind blows. Right. And then we and I ask you, I'm going to ask you what? What is there out there that can make this procedure easier? And then each time we pass it down, you're going to open up the book next time, and you're going to turn to how to sweep the floor, and you're going to tell the guy why and what, and this is why we do it. And then you're going to ask him what is there what's out there that can make it better and he's going to say oh there's this gps zumba thing that sweeps the floor for you you give him a high five rewrite the procedure <laughs> and make, give him a raise yeah so it's, that's why if you have these procedures in place when you need to step away you don't have to do any kind of micromanaging and we're going to talk about that in the next segment but you don't have to worry about it the procedure's in place then you can inspect what you expect how can we apply that just a overall concept to say starting a podcast? I mean, you know, knowing where to place your money and how to marshal your resources and making sure that you actually pass that down correctly because some people will go the absolute wrong direction than one person. Because you may invest a ton of money to a bunch of gear, so you may have the ability to make a show sound good, but you find a decent engineer or someone who knows how to use it, you know, and then you assume that just because you spend all this money on good audio that you're going to get listeners and that, you're, you're going to have money coming in from advertisers, but you have no idea how to do that. So That's a great question, and a, that's a super question and really relevant, too. That comes back to doing the right thing at the right time. And if you do get some killer equipment and you run your credit card up on that, yep. how are you going to make any money? I mean, especially somebody, I'm not, in, you know, your, your space, you have multiple podcasts that you do. And you need to be doing what you love to do. So the best thing you can do is a podcast. Find out what you love to do and then look at everything that has to be done. And look at those things that have to be done and try to get those off of your plate as soon as possible. But the number one thing you got to do is g- generate revenue. And it's, it's easy for a lot of business, small business guys, guys with a lot of uh, charisma and a lot of talent to go generate income. But if you don't have that foundational methodology in the back end that really gives you where you know how to watch your money and how to ge- what you do when you do generate your revenue, you're really going to suffer. And because of the person, people's personality, and I think the next podcast we're going to get into uh, personality assessments, but because different types of personality, guys that are really good at running podcasts and generating the content, they're usually high DIs, which is very outgoing, but they don't really know how to balance their money and checkbook as well. So you've really got to be able to focus and look at, there's so many, uh, so much instant information out there on how to balance your books and how to do it the right way and programs like QuickBooks that are online that you can really really uh, watch your pennies to go let you generate the income but the most important thing is do something you love but it's got to be able to generate the revenue so if you are one of those guys who's really good at doing what you love say you've ironed it out you know you, you've mastered your craft and then you don't know how to generate revenue is it smart to try to figure it out yourself even if your brain doesn't really work that way <laughs> or is it best you know to try to partner up with somebody who knows the, the finance angle you know I think that's you need to Ask questions. 
there's a some verse in the Bible, and I'm going to get it way wrong, but it, you know, uh, fools don't don't ask questions, and uh, wis- true wisdom comes from people who go out and consult with people in that field, in that industry, basically is what it says. And right. You need to go out there in the middle of the, you know, go find somebody that's killing it in podcasts. And this is a great area to do it in if we're talking about podcasts because they can go out there. You've got people here. Oh, yeah. And it's really cool. People that are successful love to tell you about how they became successful. Yep. So they like sharing that information. So go ask those questions. Don't be afraid. And there's no dumb answer. And But here's the most important thing when you get out there in it. Take your shot, man. So what if you fall and skin your knee? That's the fastest way to learn. And it's not failure if you get up and learn something from it. When we come back, we'll jump into the wrap this up as far as how you can make money, how you can truly be successful. And... Go away from being a wandering generality or meaningful specific. How do you do that? We'll be back here on The Edge. More of The Ziggler Edge with Michael Ray Newman is next. Hypocrisy is getting me down. Lies and corruption. Is the Ziggler Edge with Michael Ray Newman. What's up, Edge Nation? Michael Ray here with Kevin E. Hello, hello. All right, Brandon, let's wrap this bad boy up, man. We talked about what you have to have. You need procedures and you need the right kind of people. You want to hire people. Here's a really, really cool trick um, hire people smarter than you and get them to match your effort. Because if you're an entrepreneur, you're a small business, you're trying, you have a passion for it, you're going to you go 100% out, man. You're all out, all in, all the time. You, you're work, you eat it, you sleep it, you drink it. Everywhere you go, you think about it when you're in your business. And that's right. But so when you get to the point where you can bring people on, you bring A players, people that are smarter than you, and here's what I say to them. You match my effort, and you will be successful. Do you think that uh, some people maybe assume that you don't go that route, that they say, oh, well, I'm not going to hire somebody who's smarter than me. I don't ever want them to be able to overshadow <laughs> my work, you know? Man, I am not even kidding you. I, this, 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 these words were said to me at a company I was doing coaching at. And I was consulting with them, and he said, I'm not going to put any training into these people because when I do put training into them, they wind up leaving. And I, I said, what if you don't train them and they stay? It's <laughs> a good question. I mean, and if you're doing the right thing in your job and you want to get promoted and you've trained those people better, you're going to get promoted. You can have everything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. It's yep. a perfect example of that. Perfect. So train hard, but if, you work, if you're staying relevant, working unconsciously great when you're there and make the most of every day and every opportunity that you have, you'll be fine. Because here's the, this is the deal. We talk about the people, talk about the procedures, bringing things on, doing the right thing. But then, okay, how do we back this up and put it in play? It's your win list. What's important now? Go all the way back to what has to be done today. And then stay focused on what is the next task at hand. Then you go back and review your business plan, review your, your balance, review your goals, re- review your objections. Because what happens is when we get away from the, when we get away from your win list, your what's important now list, your little to-do list, and you get away from your objectives for the day, and I'm telling you, it's re- you know better, just, just as good as anybody else, or just as well as anybody else, that it's really easy to get pulled away from those tasks. Because of social media, because of spouses, oh, yeah. because of kids, because of the job, everything else. So you got to really bring it back in. What are you doing today? What are you going to be? How are you going to be deliberate? How are you going to live your life by design? And because most people, when they're at home, they feel like they need to be at work. When they're at work, they feel like they need to be at home. Right. <laughs> you get that guilt. Yep. And they're never really anywhere. They're always chasing their tail, especially with your phone now two inches away from you at all times. You wake up and you pick it up. I mean, they really, it's hard to stay on task. Everyone's pretty much on call all the time. That's right. And we are on call. And work is not somewhere we go 
anymore. It's something we do. And we're always rel- if you And if you stay relevant and stay on task, you're able to really, you take control of your time plus your time taking control of you. Time's not the issue. It's the lack of direction. That's the issue. When you become a wandering generality, most people do become a wandering generality. That right there is when, is, is when you have life living you as opposed to you living life. Right. That's when you're just going through the motions on autopilot. That's right, man. We have to become a meaningful, specific. And if you think about the, there's a name out there. I know you haven't heard of it, but his it, uh, name's Howard Hill. He's arguably the best bow hunter of all time. He killed a Bengal tiger with a bow. You're right. I've not heard of yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, this dude's good. I'm telling you. There's footage of Howard Hill standing 50 foot away from a target and hitting the bullseye, pulling another arrow out of his quiver and splitting the first one. This guy was good. Yeah, that's, that's Robin Hood status. <laughs> yeah, that's right, he is. <laughs> he was. I tell people I could whoop old Howard Hill on his best day. And every, every time I say that, people laugh and go, this is, that's ridiculous, Michael Ray. How are you going to whoop Howard Hill? And I say, well, you have to blindfold him first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll work. And, and turn him around a time or two where he didn't know where he's, where he's shooting probably. But then, then they ask me, how do you expect a man to hit a target he can't even see? And I say, that's a great question. How do you hit a target you do not have? That's my question to you. So when you get up every day, you need to have a target. You need an objective of what you want to accomplish today because there's no use in worrying about what's going to happen next week and tomorrow. Tomorrow, I have a a keynote here tomorrow at PodFest, and I've got several coming up this week. If I start thinking about what I'm going to say at those, I can't prepare for the next one. Right. So I'm always on the next point, the next task, but I've already written out the outline of what the project looks like and what we need to do to accomplish those projects because... And here's, where, here's what happens to a lot of small business owners and young business owners that want to be successful right now, now. And they, they work every day, they, they work, they cultivate, and they keep watering that seed and it never does grow. And this is what you really have to be patient. As long as you're doing the right things and you have a plan, you have to trust that that's the right direction. When you've asked for the wisdom and you've really vetted the system and you've really researched where you're going and you have a solid plan and you know you do, if you're not getting the results, you can't quit. It's painful, I know. But that's not, there's no reason to quit. I mean, when the pain's there, you have to keep, that's the reason you got to keep moving because if you quit, there's two, there's two things that happen when you're going through pain because the pain will subside. There's two things that happen, and I always say this. It's going to, you'll regret it or satisfaction. Regret for quitting or satisfaction for finishing the task. Now, sometimes you don't, it's not a win like you think, but it's a win for completing the task and right. that opens up another door, right? We know that. You've heard of Chinese bamboo tree. Yeah. Yeah, the story about the Chinese bamboo yeah. tree. Well, you plant the Chinese bamboo tree, and you water it and fertilize it and take care of it for six years. Six years, and nothing happens. And then sometime, at some point in that sixth year, the Chinese bamboo tree grows 90 feet. Now, How the, many people do you think give up during that six years? That's right, bro. Now, let me ask you this. Did the Chinese bamboo tree grow 90 feet in six weeks or in six years? I mean, you know, the cultivating, the watering, the staying faithful to the task. And that's what happens, especially being young. It has nothing to do with being a millennial or a Gen Xer or Gen Y, because when I was young, I wanted it now, too. We don't wait. We can't wait. But so many times we get halfway through the task and get discouraged and down on it and quit. Because here's the deal. Every single person, we, we did not, we are not designed to suck. We did not, you were not created to fail. God didn't say, going to be great, going to be great. Oh, sorry, dude, you're This out. guy sucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not it. We are designed for accomplishment, engineered for success, endowed with the seeds of greatness. It's up to us to cultivate those seeds within ourselves and to help fertilize and water those seeds in the right direction. And when you fail at something, that is a pain point and a growing point. That's when you're about to have a breakthrough. And so many times, so many times I hear people that get tired and they quit before the, before the mission. The mission's not over yet. Always in, get out there and fail. Take your shot. Be patient. 
know for a fact every opportunity is that every failure is a new opportunity. That's that's where we have to really. You got to take the shot. To. Yeah, that's right. You got to fail till you succeed. Hey man, it, and it's not how many times you get knocked down. It's the one you get knocked up. And some of this stuff you've heard before, and that's okay because you got to keep hearing it. It's like motivation is a lot like taking a bath. <laughs> it, the, it'll wear off if you don't keep taking them. Right. right. <laughs> yes, that's really the. Um, the reason I've been successful is because I just never, I was just too stubborn to quit. So if you have that mindset and you have that attitude that I'm going to be successful in something and, and you are designed for accomplishment, you really do have seeds of greatness in you. It's up to you to cultivate those seeds. And uh, our heart is the catalyst of that growth. So when you can connect your heart with your mind, with what you, what you love to what you want to do in your head, that's when you really, that's when you can design a life because I work, dude, I, I'm working today in Orlando. Yeah, so are you. That's great. That's life by design. Be deliberate when you go out. Every morning when you go out, be d- deliberate about where you're going to work. Now, I work all over the world, I work, I've, but I've been deliberate about how I design that life, having six companies, doing what I want, when I want, but I'm really always working. Sometimes I go to the gym at 6.30 in the morning, and then I'm still in the truck at 9.30 on phone calls. <laughs> the struggle's real, bro. Yeah. That, that's what I want people to realize. It's not always sunshine and roses. But what mostly what we do, because, you know, we're going from here to Vegas in the morning. So I've been able to, but it's taken a lot of work to do something like that. You guys, the, the, when you go through the pain, the journey's way more fulfilling than the end. So picture yourself being great. Be great today. Be great the next hour. Be great just the next minute. And those stackable moments creates a life, a life by design. So, guys, we're going to bolt out of here right now. I think the pool's calling uh, Kevin E's name. Yeah, I think so. i got to get prepared for our talk tomorrow. <laughs> hey, go to ZigZiglarInternational.com and check us out, guys. We've got a lot of great tools, late things to help you in your professional life and in your personal life. And go out today and make it a great day. The choice is yours. See ya. See ya.